Spark Review Podcast Supplemental, Disney Investors Day 2020. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spark and Supplemental Episodes, the podcast where it doesn't fit in any of our other podcasts, so we kind of just do fill-in stuff. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And we're back again for something actually really cool because there are so many podcasts that this fits into. This fits into our superhero podcast, Zan's Extraordinary Superhero Examination. It fits in our comic podcast. podcast it fits in the movie podcast our television podcast so much but if you're joining us for the first time welcome Spirekins, a podcast providing informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives every episode we talk about geeky topics and tell you the pros and cons about it and this one we are really excited about you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com we're also on instagram facebook twitter youtube spotify stitcher twitter itunes and you said twitter social media sites yes i did i did I will fix that in post. But now let's actually get to it because I'm actually excited because we're talking about Disney's Investor Day 2020. The day when everyone's favorite CEO, Bob Chepik, also the executive chairman and chairman of the board, Bob Iger, talked to their investors about what's going on with Disney. How it's been and more importantly, new Disney releases. Woohoo! Fun fact, my cousins are all investors. Aren't we all in some way an investor? They own one shire. Well, there you go. It's kind of cool. But this is really exciting because so much is going on. Because this was huge news. A lot had happened. And like I said, so we're going to break this down and give our reactions to it. Now, the first bit of news, besides the basic how much they earned this year and all that, Disney Plus, the streaming service which has become super addictive, is increasing their price from six ninety nine. To seven ninety nine a month, Whoa. or seventy nine ninety nine a year, beginning March twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. Now it kind of makes sense that they are increasing their price because everything is going on, but also that's kind of nickel and diming a little bit. It's a fourteen percent increase. Wow, that's actually good math. But you still buy it at eighty dollars a year. That's not bad. True. That means you're only paying, uh, I don't know, like six bucks a month. Something like that? $6.66. I don't like that math. Six, 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 okay, six, but six, six, it saves you some money. But that's the first bit of news. Next bit of news is that their new international app, Star, will serve as home to thousands of hours of television and movies from Disney's creative studios in select international markets and as a separate streaming service in Latin America as Star+. Plus. So pretty much this is their new thing they're going to have for international because a lot of countries don't have disney plus which is just sad it's going to launch in february 23rd in europe as a fully integrated part of disney plus with its own branded tile and a new collection of renewed general entertainment series movies documentaries and more it's going to be pros uh pro- <laughs> sorry it's going to be priced at 8.99 euros per month with a similar pricing arrangement in the other star launch markets, including Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. So if you don't have Disney Plus, you're going to get it in Star, which is kind of cool. Like a shining beacon of television. That's what they are, because you're going to get all their other stuff too, not just from Disney, but you're going to be getting their stuff from 20th Century, from uh, ESPN, and various other things. Hulu, all those are going to be in this section also dreamworks all those other companies that disney owns because they're technically not a monopoly but they're a monopoly right they're a powerhouse yes it's them and warner brothers 
But this is kind of boring and not interesting, so let's actually get to the reason why we're doing this. The announcements for upcoming works and new projects that are pretty awesome and some are kind of shocking. I mean, for this year, have we seen anything really from Disney? This year? Yeah. Mandalorian. Besides Mandalorian, this year, 2020, has there been anything? I mean, we have Soul coming out on Christmas, the 25th. We had that abomination of a release with Mulan. Yes, we had Mulan. With their concept of Disney Plus Premier Access. Pay $39 to get it a month early and then don't even give it to us. Yes. <sighs> yes. So hopefully they'll rectify it with this news. But let's actually start. First off for Disney Plus, the app itself. Here's what's in development. You have the working title for this is Beauty and the Beast. And it's going to star Luke Evans, who played... He is... Gaston! And Josh Gad, who most of us know as Olaf, but he's also LeFou. He was a great LeFou. They made him... They really focused on his alternative lifestyle. Actually, they didn't really. They said it, but they didn't do anything with it. No, but when you watch the original, LeFou seemed a little... He's foppish. He's in love with Gaston. Yes. But we can see why. (laughs) But anyway... So this is a new TV show. It's going to have new music composed by Alan Menken, the Disney legend. So this might be good. It might be bad. Next one. You have Ron Moore and John M. Chu reimagining a classic story which has been on Disney several times. There's been three remakes of it. And if you've ever watched classic Disney at three in the morning, I guarantee you've seen the black and white version of this. Do you know what story I'm talking about? The Swiss Family Robinson. Ooh. Did you ever watch that? Yes, I did. Do you think it's worth in the modern era to watch that film if it's remade? Yes, I do. I don't know. With the advent of cell phones, I don't know if this would work or not. But this is... A, no, if you're a, stranded somewhere. True. But additionally, the studio is also developing a TV series based on the best-selling book series by Rick Riordan... And this is going to be from Disney Publishing Worldwide. And what are we talking about? We're talking about Percy Jackson and the Olympians. So we're getting this as a TV series, not just a movie. And after that abomination, which was the last two Percy Jacksons, perhaps we will actually get a well-done series. And as a fan of Percy Jackson, I think this could be done really well because you have so much more. You have Percy Jackson, you have Magnus. Um, well, There's the, a lot of op- options of which uh, way to of go spin-offs. with it. Yeah. So it could be really fun. But these are all the development stuff. Now let's get into some things that are actually being made in production. We have, first off, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. It's going to pick off where the film's left off. And guess who is returning as Coach Gordon Bombay? Emilio Estevez is back. And Lauren Graham is joining the flock. This is going to be... Lauren Graham is going to do it? Yes, Lauren Graham is in it. She's going to be his wife. I was just about to say, I feel like I've had enough... Of the Mighty Ducks, but now I need some more. Yes, so you have that. Next, you have a remake of an old movie that starred Tom Hanks. Turner and Hooch is getting an update. Really? It's going to be starring Josh Peck and his partner, a sweet and slobbering Mastiff. I love Mastiff. For those of you who don't know, Turner and Hooch was when they were making movies with detectives and dogs, and this is the same thing. And this could be a buddy comedy series. Next one is if you are a fan of girls in basketball, you're going to love this. This is Big Shot, a celebration of girls' power set in the world of high school basketball, and it's starring everyone's favorite 
actor John Stamos. It's going to have Yvette Nicole Brown and Jocelyn Gilsig. And what do you think as a former basketball player? I don't know. I'm like highly critical of those. But it's got John Stamos. I'm ex- Yes, which is exciting. And then last bit of production news for that is The Mysterious Benedict Society, based on the international best-selling book series with Tony Hale and Kristen Schaal. Have you ever read that series? No. I don't know what it's about, but it might be pretty good. But I'm excited about it. Now let's get into some other properties owned by Disney. National Geographics. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, National Geographic. Now, they have a pretty ambitious slate for Disney+. Plus. So, the first couple we have are really high profile, and they're pretty intriguing. The first one is Welcome to Earth. Now, this is the working title, and this is featuring Will Smith. And I gotta say, it's weird seeing him with, well, he's by a volcano, I think. So, it looks like Welcome to Earth is, like, explore the random coolness about Earth that we don't pay attention to. But I like it. I think it's a quote from Independence Day. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> so you gotta. Think I think he added an extra word in there. Probably that did. might not be Disney appropriate. Maybe. But the next one is Limitless with Chris Helmsworth. So the Mighty Thor is going to be doing a National Geographic show. Hot Thor, Dad Bod Thor. I mean, they're all. Who knows? Pretty good looking. The next one is uh, uh, the series. Genius, which it's now in its fourth season, it's an Emmy Award winning anthology, is going to be focusing on Martin Luther King, and they're profiling him. So that's, that's kind of really cool. cool. And then lastly, they're also announced a new document series, Cousteau, and it's going to be debuting in theaters before coming to Disney+, Plus, as well as a new document series, Secret of the Whales, A Real Bug's Life, and America the Beautiful. Now the question is, is America the Beautiful going to go into the actual formation of america or is it going to get more into the geopolitical nature of it i from the look of this i think it's more the beauty of it it is not not geo so yeah probably so and america is beautiful i mean granted i'm a little bit biased it just snowed everything's beautiful unless you go to death valley then they ain't beautiful but so that is our nat geo stuff so let's get into stuff for star and hulu and the first thing Guess who got a multi-year deal? Who? The Kardashian-Jenners. They're creating a new global content that's going to... Did you hear that sound? ...exclusively on Hulu. Did you hear that sound? No. That was the sound of my eyes rolling. Yes, but this is going to come out late 2020, and that's depressing and sad. But let's get to some actual fun things. But it's late 2020 now, so it should be out. No, 2021. Oh. So next is... um, a new premium series that's going to be on Hulu and Star called Only Murder in the Building, which is going to Ooh. reunite two comedy icons, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Uh, sold. And they're I'm going to in. be joined by Selena Gomez. Huh. I'm still in. Might be good, might be bad. Next one is The Dropout, which tells the story of the con artist that captured the world, Elizabeth Holmes, who's going to be played by Kate McKinnon, which is going to be kind of weird because this is not a comedy series it's gonna be like a doc series and it's kate mckinnon who is known for being a comedian so i mean she's a great actress but i don't I'm know ready for it who knows uh the next one is gonna be dope sick which is gonna be a new drama series inspired by true events with a cl- cast that includes M- michael keaton peter skarsgård and rosario dawson who is doing a lot for disney as of late yeah, <laughs> she's getting been, that mickey mouse money they've been keeping her busy yep other things uh, for FX, because Hulu owns FX, 
You have some very cool FX originals. The first one is going to be called The Old Man. Yep. What it's about, we don't know. Next one is a, a new American horror story. Yep, scary. Movie called, or series called Platform. Okay. You have Reservation Dogs. Huh. Could be a, like a travel show. I don't know. But the last one excites me greatly. They are adapting another image comic. One which is really awesome or really depressing depending on what you think about it. And what am I talking about? Finally, we're getting Why the Last Man. Hooray! We finally get to see the story of Yorick and his monkey Ambersand who survive a horrible apocalypse where they are the only two males left in the entire world. Yikes. And everyone trying to kill them or save them or clone them. So this should be horrible or amazing. Who knows? But this is happening in multiple international markets in 2021. So now that that's done, let's actually get to some of the Hulu stuff, because there's a couple more Hulu things. First off, um, the award-winning hit drama series The Handmaid's Tale is getting a fifth season. And we say yay to this, or say boo. I don't know. I haven't watched any of it. The book is depressing and sad. The, the TV show should not be a past third, three episodes, but whatever. And if you are fans of horrible people... Yes, I'm talking about those who love It's Always Sunny. They're getting four more seasons. Nice. Yay. Also, you have Nicole Kidman starring in a new series where she's executive producing. It's called Nine Perfect Strangers. And it's going to be produced also. (laughs) Sorry. With David E. Kelly. Uh, What else? Um, Also, for FX, two other things. You have a first series adaptation of one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time they are adapting ridley scott's alien as a tv series huh so Wayland yutani fans we may have something really amazing or it's gonna be garbage is it alien scary it's the first one's a the first one's a horror movie the second one is an action movie and the third one is garbage the fourth one we don't talk about the fifth one is really really dumb and the sixth one eh. and now there's a television show now it's going to be a television show. And there's also discussion about making a new docuseries for two seasons that's going to highlight the world's greatest and most enduring rock and roll band of all time. And the name of this series, you know what it is? The Stones. I was going to say the Rolling Stones. Yes, it is the Rolling Stones. Are they going to be rolling down the river? <laughs> no, that's boop, Tina Turner. Boop, boop. I know, but come on. It's funny. The last bit of news is that FX is going to embark on one of its most expensive, expansive, and potentially amazing projects. They're going to be retelling James Clavdell's beloved epic saga, Shogun, set within feudal Japan. That sounds really cool. And it's FX doing it, so it might be really good or it might be really bad. Let's go with really good. So let's now get on to the main thing. The thing I'm more excited about. The Walt Disney Studios content. This is the big stuff. This is the things that we are very excited about. I am super excited. And we're going to start off with one of their biggest acquisitions that they've done. A certain company that was owned by a guy who made a bunch of movies and then they bought him out because he's horrible. We're talking about Lucasfilm. And this was huge. This was a 40 minute presentation for this part. So a lot is coming out. First off, some of the new projects. You have Obi-Wan Kenobi starring Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi and then co-starring, which is insane because if you know mythology of Star Wars Universe, this should not happen. Hayden Christensen's going to be in it 
as Darth Vader. What? That never happened. That ne- they never m- met during the time that uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and Hayden Christensen that when he was Vader, they only met the one time. They didn't meet again until the Death Star. So what the hell is going on? I don't know. I don't know. We have to watch to find out. Yes. Also, in the Mandalorian era, directed by Jean Favreau and Dave Filoni, we're getting two new series. First one is called Rangers of the New Republic. The theory is this one's going to be starring everyone's least favorite character from the Mandalorian, Cara Dune. And it's not because Cara Dune's a bad character. It's the actress is atrocious. She's caused a lot of problems with her statements. A lot of problems. But she's getting her own TV show, so I guess that they're backing her up completely. I sometimes just wish actors would just act and not be. No, it's just she she made a statement that was not political, just a really bad statement. And she, she stayed behind it, so, you know, freedom of speech. But anyway, the other one, Ahsoka, a series featuring one of the best characters from the animated series who's finally transitioned to live action, Ahsoka Tano. And guess who it's starring? Rosario Dawson. As Ahsoka Tano. And we're guessing the main villain of this is going to be Grand Admiral Thrawn. Because we talked about this in the episodes. But we'll see. I'm kind of excited for Obi-Wan and Ahsoka. Other ones we're having. Some new titles where we saw some video. First off we have Ander. Which is a prequel to Rogue One. with about Cassian Ander? The video looks really cool. Because it's it's Cassian. It's the guy who was the essentially the Black Ops version of the Rebellion. It has to be a prequel because he dies in Rogue One. So we already know how it's going to end. So I'm wondering if this is going to be like every episode is going backwards or if it's going to start at a certain point and end at the beginning of Rogue One. You have that. Then you have a cool animated Star Wars TV show, Star Wars The Bad Batch. This is focusing on one of the most beloved groups within the Clone Wars, The Bad Batch. They're or... They're known as Squad 99, a group of clones that screwed up. Each one is slightly different. They look different, talk different, and they're treated like garbage by all the other clones. But they're one of the best groups to go to. One of them is able to see really far. One is super strong. One's super intelligent. And this is taking place during the Empire. So the question is, are these clones following Order 66? Or are they going to rebel against Order 66 and do their own thing? Bum, bum, bum. How do you have clones that end up differently? It's a genetic flaw. They were genetic flaws. It happens. Because remember, it's being cloned over and over and over and over and over again. It's like 99 sets and then one set screws up. They're like, oh crap, we gotta fix this. But next, we have Star Wars Visions, which is going to be a bunch of shorts that are all independent and different in the Star Wars universe. I don't know if they're an anthology or if they're just shorts. Who knows? But you have a series based on everyone's favorite, awesome, amazing, swaggering gambler who loves his Colt 45. Talking about Lando Calrissian. Yay, Lando. I'm curious if it's going to be starring uh, Donald Glover. We're going to have to wait and see. You have The Acolyte, which there's no word on what that's about. And then finally, we're having a remake of A Droid Story. So it's going to be about the droids. Um, on non-Star Warsy news, for a second, one of my favorite fantasy films, which we reviewed on this podcast, is getting a new TV series, which is a sequel to it, and it's starring the main actor from the first film. We're talking about Warwick Davis, without any makeup, because he's playing 
Willow Offgood in the series Willow. The big question. Willow Offgood. The big question, though, will Val Kilmer be back as Mad Morrigan, even though he's became super fat? Hopefully. I don't know about that. Um, Another bit of news. For those of you who are fans of a certain franchise that George Lucas made that's not Star Wars, and they worked on with his friend Steven Spielberg, there we are getting another movie. And this time, there is no Shia LaBeouf in it. Shia LaBeouf. Instead, we're going to have the man himself with his whip. In his, in his hat. You know who I'm talking about. Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones. Yes. Not Shia LaBeouf. Yes. And this is going to be very cool. I'm excited for this. Uh, you also have a a movie called Children of Blood and Bone based on Tomi Adiyama's best-selling novel, which is going to be a little weird. Don't know what that's about. We have a new Star Wars feature film that's going to be made by Taika Waititi, who made... Thor, Thor Ragnarok, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And then, finally, the next Star Wars film has been announced. The official next one, which is coming out December 2023. And it's going to be Rogue Squadron. But here's the cool part. Directing Rogue Squadron is the director of the Wonder Woman franchise, Patty Jenkins. Huh. This is going to be either really amazing or really terrible, but I'm excited to see this because Rogue Squadron is one of the geekiest and coolest parts of the Star Wars universe because it's the group of uh, pilots who do crazy things, and hopefully Wedge is the main character. I'm showing my Star Wars nerd totally, but very excited for that. As our friend of the podcast, Doug, would say, nerd alert. Yep. Uh, friend of the podcast, Doug, is excited for a lot of these as well. He's There's some that are really just... Totally, we're, we're going to have him talk about this in the future. But now, let's get to the Walt Disney Studios motion picture productions with their films. And we have a star-studded lineup of original movies and TV shows in the works for Disney+. Plus. The first one is starring a certain wonderful actress who is a singer, a dancer, and she still kicks ass as the person she is. We're talking about Bette Midler. And she's been making a sequel to one of her most beloved films from 1993. It'll be directed by Adam Shankman. The Sisters Are Back. <gasps> the Sisters Are Back? The Sanderson Sisters? Yes. Hocus Pocus 2. And it's official. I can't wait, but part of me is like, that's not going to air till October. Yes, but it's going to be amazing when it comes out. You're having reboots of three films. The first film that's being rebooted is going to star Zac Efron. And it's a reboot of an older film that starred Tom Selleck and um, Steve Gutenberg and Ted Danson. Three Men and a Baby? Yes, they're remaking Three Men and a Baby and Zac Efron is the main star. I don't know how this is going to be, but it might be good. You have a remake of one of the oldest books of all time that was made into a TV movie starring Steve Martin that was terrible. We're talking about Cheaper by the Dozen. It's going to have Kenya it Barris. It was not terrible. Gar- if you read the original book and then watched the movie, it's terrible. The yeah, orig- but if you read the book and then you watch the original movie and you work your way up to the most current one, then it's not that bad. I hate to say this, but the reason why I remember the original book is because of the fact that he gave himself his own acomdectomy because the dad was insane. He took all of this kid's tonsils out. Then he took his own tonsils out and filmed it for posterity because he's nuts. Also, it was kind of cool the fact you read that one penny will buy you a pound of candy. That was really cool to read about. But anyway, 
So you have that with Kenya Barris and Gabrielle Union. And then finally, the third film that's being quote-unquote... Re- um, this is actually a reboot. Actually, it's not a reboot. It's a sequel to an old film. And first off, the producer of this is going to be everyone's least favorite director or favorite director if you're from Georgia, Tyler Perry. I don't know how I feel about this one. And is it a film? The question, is it a film about God? Yes and no. And who is also starring in this film? Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi! It is the third of a singing trilogy. Sister Act. Sister Mary Clarence has returned for Sister Act. So now onto some other additional projects. Because we're not done yet. First off, there is a lovely movie. Lovely movie. That is starring Ben Stiller. Because he is officially passing the torch. Good. To his son. Talking New Night at the Museum. He's got some big shoes to fill. Because I like the Night at the Museum movies. Uh, we have uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Ice Age of Buck Wild, starring Simon Pegg. So Never new watched it. Wimpy Kid. You have Ch-Ch-Ch-Chip and Dale. Rescue, Rescue Rangers. Rangers. A live action movie that's a hybrid. That's starring John Mulaney as Chip and Andy Samberg as Dale. We're tuning in for that. I have no idea if that movie's going to be good or not, but I want to watch it just to see how it is. You have, directed by Robert Zemeckis, who, he's a good director, but he's been kind of falling on the wayside lately. Mm-hmm. He's directing a live-action adaptation of one of Disney's most phenomenal and popular Disney films, the one where you wish upon a star. When you wish. He's doing Pinocchio, starring as Geppetto. Tom, Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Hanks. I'm excited for this one. But Robert Zemeckis has failed so many times with children's movies. Tom Hanks did such a good job in saving Mr. Banks. But but look at what he did in Polar Express. That movie's really scary and strange. I didn't mind Polar Express. But we digress. So next, you have the movie Peter Pan and Wendy. And we have two actors already cast. First off as playing Tinkerbell. Yara Shahidi, and then starring as Captain Hook, Jude Law. Ooh. He seems like a really nice guy who likes playing bad guys. He's good at bad guys, as good as good guys. I like it. So the next one, a sequel to the Amy Adams parody slash Disney film, Enchanted. We're getting the sequel, Disenchanted. And yes, Amy's back as Giselle. I have to watch it. I uh, have to watch it. Anyway, the last bit of new live action. Uh, well, there's also a live action uh, biopic coming out called Greek Freak. And it's going to be about NBA star Giannis Antetokounmpo. And there's also going to be a film about Chris Paul. Which is interesting. I don't know. Might be good, might be bad. And then finally, last two or three films. We have Jungle Cruise coming out next year. Yeah. That, that really got pushed back. Like, a lot. Part of me wonders if it's the fact that the whole thing that they said that maybe The Rock, Wayne Johnson's character was, they, that pushed it back a little bit, was different. Maybe. Um, you have The Little Mermaid adaptation, which, the fact that they have, um, what is her name, as Ursula? You have, um... Adina Menzel? No, 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 no. Um, 
Rebel Wilson is going to be mm. Ursula. I don't know how I feel about that. And then last you have Cruella coming out. And Cruella, what do you think of the photo? The fact she has dogs is weird. She shouldn't have dogs. It's Cruella DeVille. She hates animals. Yeah, but she wants the ones with the spots. But this is before she wanted the spots. The henchman looked spot on. He he looks like a... Well, anyway, so there's that. Um, now, going over to the animation studio, we've got some really good stuff. First off, the next Disney film, Raya and the Last Dragon, is going to debut simultaneously on Disney Plus, Premiere Access... And in theaters, March 2021. If you're going to do Premiere Access, may I highly suggest doing it on your computer and not from a mobile device. I thought they learned the lesson. I thought that they honestly learned the lesson that they don't do Premiere Access because it's a shitty concept. No, it's a great concept. It was poor execution. Look at what WB is doing. WB is giving the movies away for free. It's for one month, you get it for free. That's what Disney should be doing. It's going to be free. After three months. Right. But you should have had it first. Like, you know, no one's going to pay for the twenty nine ninety nine for this. I mean, I could be wrong, but... I think I, you're wrong. I think people are going to pay. I mean, but Ryan the Last Dragon looks really, really good. Yeah. It really does. Now... Does it look twenty nine ninety nine good? I don't know about that. But then you have the upcoming feature film, Encanto, which features new songs by Emmy, Grammy, and Tony Award winner... Lynn manuel Miranda, who's becoming the Alan Menken of this generation. Uh-huh. And it's going to be coming out November 2021, and it's going to take place in Colombia, where a magical family lives in a magical house. And this is directed by Brian Howard and Jared Bush, and it looks really cool, actually. So, some other animated series that are coming out by Walt Disney Animation Studios. You have Baymax, the TV show. Good. Zootopia Plus. Excited. Tiana. Yes. Moana the series. Okay. And then Iwaju, which is going to be produced in collaboration with the Pan-African comic book company, Kugali. And what do you think about the logos for them? I like them. They're very Disney. Like, Disney Disney Plus Incorporated with Zootopia, it feels a little bit weird, but the rest look really on point and I'm excited for it. Except Baymax. Baymax is going to be a bunch of shorts about Baymax being Baymax. But it's also Baymax, not Bayamax. True. Now, for Pixar, the big thing they're they're pushing is turning red. It's about a 13-year-old girl who, it's she's growing up. And now whenever she gets embarrassed, you know what happens to her? She turns to a giant red panda. No. Look at her. Look at this. That it's is that a, same stop animation of the birds, the dog. Oh, Pixar. It's different. This seems like something that Studio Ghibli would do, right? Yes. But I don't know. Um, You have that. You have uh, Win or Lose, Pixar's first long-form animated series, which is debuting exclusively on Disney Plus in February 2023. It's going to follow a middle school softball team in the week leading up to their championship game, and each episode is told from the perspective of a different character. You have a show starring Chris Evans called Lightyear. It is the origin of To Infinity and Beyond. I'm excited but, about But there that. was a TV series about Buzz Lightyear's in as a cadet. So, huh. So, next one is one that I actually had to research more about. We're talking about Luca, 
This is coming out in June 2021, and it's a celebration of friendship, and it's really interesting. The premise of Luca is that it's about a boy named Luca and his best friend Alberto during their unforgettable summer. It's set in an idyllic seaside town in the Italian Riviera. And this brand new animated feature is a coming-of-age story about one young boy experiencing an incredible summer field filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. And Luca shares these exploits with his newfound best friend, but all the fun is threatened by a secret. He's a sea monster. Ooh. From another world just below the surface. And I like it. the pictures of this look epic. Uh, hold on one second. I just have to pull up the one shot I took for Greta to see. So this is the picture from Luca. That does look epic. It looks like a fun adventure, and it's different, and it's taking place somewhere that I wouldn't expect. So next, you have a new spin-off series of one of Disney's most popular, or Pixar's favorite series. And it's going to talk about the, the dangers of suburbia, like puppies, fireworks, and squirrel. Ha! Doug Days, about Doug. <laughs> or Doug the Dog. Uh, also, we're having a new series following everyone's favorites, Anthropomorphic Car. Yay! More Lightning McQueen. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. Lightning McQueen. That's fall 2021. I like Mater. Now let's actually get to the thing I've been excited for, the, the besides Star Wars. We're talking about Marvel, what Marvel's doing, and holy shit. How long was this, this, this when they talked about this? How long was it? Like 40 minutes? Yeah. There is a lot coming out, so let's break it down as fast as we can. We're going to lightning round this because it's so good. First off, in the order, we have the current Disney Plus lineup. First off, we have WandaVision coming out. Yep. And WandaVision feels like they're parodying every single type of genre of TV show. Like It's like you have Leave it to Beaver, you have the Brady Bunch, and you have this whole sinister aspect also because it seems like Wanda's pulling people into this idyllic world but she doesn't know how or why yeah the thing is that wanda is one of the most powerful characters in the marvel comics and in the mcu and that's probably why she's going to be the villain in doctor strange multiverse of madness yes and it's going to be featuring a lot of other characters in that and we have that coming out we have that then we have the falcon and winter soldier starring andrew mackey and Sebastian Stane, and this is a six-episode series. So it's going to be a six-episode movie. Got it. Movie quality. The villain's going to be Baron Zemo. So is it a miniseries? It's a miniseries. And I think that one of the interesting parts is it looks really well done, and one of the other villains, or it's a topic that they may talk about, is the fact that they're introducing U.S. Agent. It seems like, like the theory is that what they're going to do is, originally it's U.S. Agent was made because... Captain America was considered a traitor, so we need a new Captain America. And we're going to pick this guy who's a nut. This seems more like, okay, so the Falcon was the chosen heir to Captain America. Yep. And the government's like, no, we want someone who's all American. But the Falcon is all American. They want apple pie. This is not my Captain America. I think that's what they're going to touch on with it. Ugh. It might not be. It might not be. The thing is, U.S. Agent is a character who's like, no, like more like, remember, the Falcon is a criminal. That's why. He's currently wanted by the government. So is so is the Winter Soldier. They're wanted by the government, so they want someone who's under their thumb. Got it. 
Makes sense. Anyway, you have the crime drama series, which is a... The crime drama series based on everyone's favorite villain, Loki, which... Love me some Loki. This is insane. It's... At one point, he looks like D.B. Cooper. Can't so, wait for it. I do like that you have elements of President Loki, and I like that the T... And he's, like, totally mischievous. And he... Either he is, it's Quantum Leap, because it's the TVA, the dimensional, the time variant agency. Either he's fixing time, or it's like Quantum Leap. Not Or he's sure. like stuck in it, and it just keeps happening. I think it's going to be a, an enjoyable film. Maybe, maybe not. I love Tom. Hiddleston? Yeah. So, next after that, we have one of the most anticipated animated works for Marvel. What if? With... Um, I forgot who's playing the Watcher, but it's it looks really cool because it's all little what ifs, and it's also funny or sad fact. Chadwick Boseman's last recorded thing for the MCU, and in his what if, it's what if Ch- Takala became Star Lord. That's interesting. And also, we're getting what if Peggy Carter became Captain well Captain Britain. She took the serum, and then the one that everyone's so excited for. We're getting Marvel zombies. Yay. I hate zombies. Yes. So let's see what else we have on the list. Well, next big one is one which a lot of people are excited about and I'm excited about. Finally, Kamala Khan, the fangirl from New Jersey who became a superhero, is getting her TV show. And she's been cast. Playing Kamala Khan in Ms. Marvel is Ayman Valani. And this looks really cool. Yeah. And she's going to be in Ms. Uh, Captain Marvel 2, which we're going to talk about later. But it looks really fun, and it's doing something very different. She, it, it looks like we're getting... You know how current Hulk has been spent a lot of time as Hulk, so he's polished? Mm-hmm. It looks like we're getting more grown-up She-Hulk, not like infantile. Oh, yes. And that's the next one we have to talk about, She-Hulk, starring... Tatiana Maslany, and this is going to be based more on the current, the last comic series, not uh, where she's just crazy Hulk. But this is Jennifer Walters, She Hulk, as a lawyer. Like I said, she's going to be more polished. It's exciting. And the only two people who are currently cast besides her are Mark Ruffalo, and then from the original Incredible Hulk movie, Tim Roth is back as the Abomination. Gotta have it. So I'm wondering, is he going to be someone who is. A villain, or is he going to be someone who's like she has to defend, like you have, for all the shit he did? I don't know. Could be fun, could be bad. And then last bit of TV. If news. he's the real question is if he's not the villain, who is? I think it's going to be a comedy procedural show. Not sure, but you have Hawkeye coming out, starring Jer- Jeremy Renner, and they're dealing with the fact that he has gone deaf, which is cool. And his protege, uh, Kate Bishop, is going to be played by Haley. Steinfeld. Steinfeld. So, could be good. I'm actually excited for that one. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? You have Moon Knight coming out. No word on who's playing Moon Knight, even though they're saying that Jason Isaacs may be it. Uh, next year, you're going to have a very special thing happening on Disney+. Plus. You're having a live action, almost like a holiday special, featuring the Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Will this be as bad as the Star Wars holiday special? Maybe? No. We'll see. And then there's a bunch of animated shorts featuring everyone's favorite baby tree. And what is the name of the show? I 
am Groot. I am Groot. Yes. Huzzah! So, let's hurry up with some of the last bits. First off, for theatrical films, the official name for the third Ant-Man film is out, and that is going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And it's going to be the third in the Ant-Man franchise. And it's going to have a new actress playing Cassie Lang. She's been re- The original actress from Infinity War has been replaced with Catherine Newton. And the big villain is going to be Kang the Conqueror, played by one of my favorite actors from Lovecraft Country, Jonathan Majors, as the time-traveling villain. Huh. I think he's going to do good as it. Just I ho- think he's going to do great as it. Because it's kind of cool. Because Kang's whole thing is he's from the 30th century, goes back in time, uses his tech to become a pharaoh. Then he pops in different periods of time, taking over. Yeah. And then he ends up fighting himself. But, anyway, you have Black Widow finally coming out. Not a huge fan of spiders, but I'm in it. No, it's Black Widow, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh! I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> but that looks... We've been waiting for this film all this year. It was supposed to come out. So hopefully it's really well done because she deserves it. Also, in Loki, she shows up in the trailer. So something's up with that. Who knows? Uh, you have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We're finally getting a proper Mandarin. And this seems really cool. It's going to be part martial arts competition. Hopefully we'll make up for Iron Fist. You have the Eternals coming out. No word on it. And we still have no trailer. So I don't know what's going on with that. We have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness it's confirmed that the characters that are going to be in this besides Benedict Cumberbatch, you're going to have Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch, and then one of the most popular new characters, who is the very amazing portal-punching superhero, America Chavez, going to be played by Xochitl Gomez. And then the best part is that, so WandaVision is going to impact on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, right? Yes. That's going to impact on Spider-Man 3. And and we've been talking a little bit about what's going on with Spider-Man 3. We have our theories, especially now that how many actors have been confirmed for it? You have Jamie Foxx is back. Andrew Garfield is back. Kirsten Dunst is back. Alfred Molina is back. I think this is going to be Spider-Verse in live action. (coughs) Anyway. I think so, too. You have um, Thor Love and Thunder coming out. And this is, uh, of course, with Jane Foster as the new Lady Thor. Or just, she is the Mighty Thor. I think she's the Mighty Thor. That would be a really good twist. No, it is. She gets, she's the Mighty Thor. She gets the hammer, and it's going to go with the whole fact that she has cancer and that the power's keeping her alive. You're going to have Thor not having any abilities. And then more importantly than that, you're going to have the villain being played by Christian Bale. And he's going to be Gore the God Butcher. I'm excited for this. Gore, the god... Butcher. Butcher. He he is hunting down all the Asgardians. Every single one of them. Uh, you have Black Panther 2 coming out, and Disney admitted that they are not going to recast Chadwick Boseman. T'Challa, they will kill off. So the main character for Black Panther 2, it seems to be Shuri. Huh. Uh, you have Blade coming out with Mahershala Ali. No word on that. You have Captain Marvel 2 with um, Iman Vellani reprising her role as Kamala Khan. You have uh, Toyoya Paris as Monica Rambeau. And it's going to be directed by Nia DaCosta. And from what I'm hearing, the little chirpings, this may be the last time we see 
Carol Danvers. Which is... You have Miss Marvel set up. Yep. You make you have her pass the torch. You get rid of, of Brie Larson. Things and you will be move much better. On. Last bit of news for that, because we got so much. Uh, you have three more TV shows. You have Ben Mendelsohn and Samuel Jackson in an awesome and terrible, terrifying series, Secret Invasion. The scrolls have taken over Earth, and we didn't realize it. No, we so knew that was happening. We called it. But this is going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's also Samuel Jackson's TV series, so it's going to be him fighting all the scrolls on Earth. Um, for all you Iron Man fans, there are two TV shows coming out. First off, you have Armor Wars, starring Don Cheadle as James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine, who faces Tony Stark's worst fears. The original Armor Wars storyline was that a bunch of people stole his blueprints and was using them to make lots of villains. This is the same premise, and it's going to be Don Cheadle as our main character. And then last and not, well, second to last and least, we have Ironheart with Dominique Throne as the genius inventor Riri Williams who makes her own suit of Iron Man armor and becomes the heir to Tony Stark, officially. And then the last bit of Marvel news, the final bit. One big confirmation. The director of Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home, John Watch, is finally bringing home the first family of Marvel. We're talking about the Fantastic Four. Yay! Who's the villain? No word. What's going to happen? No idea, but hopefully this is They're going to implode well. and get angry at living with everybody. I'm, I want it to be good, but we'll see. And then, final bit of the news from this expo is ESPN stuff. Peyton uh, Manning has his own TV show called Peyton's Place. From his point of view, Stepha A's world about the insights of Stephen A. Smith. Man, the arena is getting another documentary about Tom Brady. It's nine parts about him and his first-hand accounts about going to the Super Bowl and blah, 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 blah. Yes. So, big things. Very excited for what's going on with this. I think the things I'm most excited for are all the Marvel announcements, all the DC and uh, all the all the Marvel announcements, all of the LucasArts announcements, and then I think for the Disney stuff, Luca seems really interesting. Turning Red seems really fun, and then Pinocchio. What about you? What are you interested in? I'm interested in, oh gosh, a lot of them. Like which are the ones that you are super excited for? Like. Which of these are you so like? I am Groot. <laughs> okay. But you knew that was happening. WandaVision, um, the Loki one, Zootopia plus, Tiana plus, Moana plus. Are you are you interested in Pinocchio or um, Rhea and the Last Dragon? I'm interested, but I'm not seeking it yet. Yeah, yeah Cruella DeVille for sure. Oh, and we forgot the Mandalorian is coming back for season three. <laughs> for sure, Mandalorian. Out of the shows for Star Wars, which one are you least or most excited for? Like Mandalorian. I mean, do you want to see uh, the new ones like Ahsoka, uh, Rangers of the New Republic? I'm more excited Obi-Wan. about I'm more excited about Ahsoka than Rangers of the New Republic. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Because Ahsoka's awesome. I mean, but when you. I like Rosario Dawson. I like Ahsoka. I'm ready for she it. She had a really cool story arc. And also, it's really cool when she finds uh, Anakin Skywalker as Vader when they finally fight in Rebels. And she's like, and he's like, I don't want to destroy you. And he's like, You killed my master. 
It's just, no, I am your master. No, you killed him. And that's what we're excited for. So we'll see how this all goes. But um, I think that's it for this lovely news. I don't think we should do, we should we should edit this out next time to be a little more concise, right? Yeah, it's long. It is long, but there was a lot going on because all the investor stuff. We didn't even go into some of the more behind the scenes stuff, like how much they made and all that crap. Because like they made 137 million global paid subscribers and 86.8 million, and that the the financial dividends for 2024 is expected to hit 350 million and. Yeah, all that math stuff that sucks for me that I hate. But this is exciting. And Disney, I gotta say this. Yes, you're shotgunning all of this down our throats. But. Ready for it. We are excited. And hopefully you do much better than what WB's got planned. But we'll see. So with that in mind, I'm Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. And see ya. Bye.